man, you know what time it is. It's Romy Mac, and you're about to listen to another episode of Random Shit. Yeah, yeah. Another time, another rhyme, another fucking episode of Random Shit. Here with Romy Mac and uh, Kels, who's returned. Uh, Hi. Yeah, with that voice. Yeah. Hi. Yeah. Oh, that's what she said. And um, oh, yep. Anyway, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, we're just gonna go into it. Uh, why you want nice guys? I want a nice guy after you told me that nice guys were pushovers, so I don't want a nice guy but anymore. I'm just saying, like, um, what is it that you find appealing about being with a nice guy? Oh, well, I took nice guys, like someone that was considerate. Question, have you ever dated a nice guy? Yeah. Why yeah. isn't he still here? Mm, good question. Things didn't work out. Why didn't it work out, though? He's a nice guy. You got what you wanted. That was a long time ago. Was it? Yeah. 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 You didn't appreciate the nice guy? Mm, No. I wouldn't say that. What would you say? It just didn't work out. Something had to occur in order for it not to work out. We grew apart. You going with that one? Yeah, that's my answer. I grew apart. So what's stopping you from growing apart from this new nice guy that you're going to get then? Well, I don't want a nice guy anymore. I want a considerate person. A considerate, kind. Kind, not nice, kind. A man with frame. Yeah, he is Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Can you respect the frame, though? Are you willing to respect the frame if indeed he does set one? Yes. Okay. So, Memphis, dating, what's that been like? <laughs> An adventure. Yeah. Yeah, I know. Memphis is unique. It's... Are you doing online shit, right? Yeah, I'm giving it a try. All right, straight up. So, how does it work? You approach them, they approach you. What's the deal? Uh, no, it can be both. It's like, I like your picture. Right. My picture. Straight up. And then both people like like each other's picture. Okay. Then we can talk or we can chat or text uh, or whatever. Okay. Cool. That's how it goes. Now, which which app are you on? Oh, God. Adult Friend Finder. I need to get on like Farmers Meet. That probably might be the next bet. Okay. That well, is the country out there. So. Memphis is my country. Well, why don't you leave Memphis? Um, have you ever heard Three Six Mafia talk? Is that country? They are very country. They wouldn't call themselves country, though. Just because they don't call themselves country doesn't mean that they're not country. I mean, it's not like Alabama or like... It's southern. No, they are southern. They're very southern. I don't think they're country, though. Okay. Nashville's country. What would you consider yourself? Are you country? Growing up in Virginia... You consider us country? Depends on who you ask. Well, I don't know. I'm southern, and I'm also northern. Right. So, 
the Oscar slap. Mm. Right? What was your immediate thought when you saw it? That he held, <clears throat> he held a lot of restraint in that reacting. I just didn't think the shit was real. No, I thought it was. No, uh, you know, just the Oscars. You know, sometimes they do acts and shit that just... I just... I've never seen one like that before, though. I keep my wife... Name out your mouth. I, uh... I don't know. Shit just look... A little off. Yeah. I mean, it looked a little sage until I saw the unedited version. Uncensored version. I was like, oh, no. I didn't even see the edited or whatever TV. So I only seen the the raw shit. Oh, yeah. TV didn't see the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. My cousin Tiff, like I said, she she texted me. She's like... Um, she's like, what's up with your boy Will? I'm thinking she's talking about a nigga we went to school with, you know, like, <laughs> yeah, what's up? I said, Will who? And then she sent me the link, and I'll show you, and I see Will, I see Willard. Willard. And he hauls off and he smacks shit out of Chris. But he was laughing before this happened. Keep in mind. Yeah, that's a psycho. He was laughing until old girl looked at him and he was yeah. like, oh, I can't laugh anymore. Well, but she been ball-headed, just like Mike said. <laughs> I've never known her to have hair. I started to my coworker about an older white man. And he said, well, he probably shouldn't have talked about her not having hair. Why? I said, well, my entire life, but she's never had hair. I hate today's society because of the fact that we don't know how to accept comedy because of cancel culture, because of all the barriers. There's no room for a comedian. How the hell can you do an hour set in today's society when you're not allowed to say jokes without offending someone? That's what jokes are there for. Jokes are jokes. They're meant to make you laugh. And Chris Rock's job was as an MC, well, a presenter, was to uh to make jokes. That's why they chose him. But he joked multiple people before them. Like it wasn't like he just singled her out. So it didn't make any logical sense. But it's, and it wasn't like he wrote the joke either. But he talked about black people, and you don't talk about black people. Oh well. Very insecure. He talked about everybody in the room. But it's an award show. But you got to be careful talking about the insecure people. Who knew? We knew. In the middle of an award show on National huh? TV. An award show that we normally don't even get an award for. That's up recently. And you get up there and act like that. Well, I don't even remember what happened at the Oscars other than a slap. And I know And Quest that Love got one that got overshadowed. Yeah. King Richard. King Richard deserved all accolades. He did a really, really good job of acting. He did it so well, that's why I thought that nigga was acting on the stage when he slapped that nigga. <laughs> <laughs> I did. I really thought that that nigga was, um, it was real. This is not the BET Awards. What? That's another fucking thing. The fact that we, you know, we talked about that value shit. This is not the BET Awards. I mean, they're not sitting there in tuxedos at the BET Awards. What I'm saying is that, if I'm just talking about the whole aspect of like that incident. Being that a joke slapping. Would have been more, if it was a joke, it would have been more appropriate for the BT Awards. Not Why? the Oscars because they joke around more. That was more of like a serious. They're in tuxedos and evening gowns. 
It's not the same feel. It's not as fun as a show as like the BT. The joke. Oh, I'm just being like the joke didn't even garner that much shit. Oh no, worst things have been said. I'm like, did he hit August last singer? Ah, uh, listen, man. Mm-hmm. So y'all, y'all ain't gonna keep coming that Big Willie style like this, dog. Talking about if he if he talked to fucking August uh, uh Agnes or uh, whatever the fuck the boy name. I'm just yeah. yeah, the energy should have been redirected. Wait a minute. Let him and his passive aggressors shit go. <laughs> you understand? Yeah. You get you see it now, right? Yeah. Yeah. So. What has been your experience dating males that display beta behavior? Now that you know what beta behavior is, how did you like it? I mean, uh uh-uh. uh, nope, no, no, no. We're not gonna do no politically correct <laughs> shit. I want to know exactly how you felt talking to a guy displaying beta behavior. I mean, it's frustrating when they can't make a decision, but other attributes of it, okay. Passive aggressive? Mm-hmm. What's it? Passive aggressive? Possibly could be sometimes. Right? Yeah. yeah. A little yeah. possible mm-hmm. Could be. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And leadership. Wax and wings. What about what about wings and wax? Yeah, wax and wings. I don't even know what that fucking means, man. Comes and goes. That's what wings and wax do? Yeah. Wax on, wax off type shit or we just learned about this at the planetarium, wax and rain with the sun. Remember? Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool, whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that shit. The planetarium. Okay, intelligent, intelligent humor. I can appreciate it. Yes, beta behavior. Mm-hmm. I'll give you some stories of my beta behavior. Oh. Yeah, beta tales. Beta tales are great. Beta tales. Um, keep texting the girl, asking if she's still coming. Like. To fly to see you, like all the time, like constantly asking because you're afraid that she's not gonna show up for your excuse me. You're afraid that she's not gonna show up for fear of abandonment. Let's see, one itis, the deadly disease, one itis. Okay. When you're stuck off of one woman, billion people in the world, and you are stuck on one fucking woman emotionally to a point of obsession. It's a toxic thing any man could ever fucking do. Or woman for that matter. I mean, think about it, Kels. Excuse me. Think about how you were hung up on one guy. Right? Mm-hmm. Emotionally. Mm-hmm. There's a billion people in... A billion... And I'm talking about a million. I mean, I think we all a have been billion, hung up on somebody, though. A billion people in the world. Right. And you are hung up on one person. Okay. Toxic obsession. You know what I'm saying? Okay. But but that's scarcity mindset. Scarcity mindset affects us all. But scarcity mindset is that of a, a beta personality. You know what I'm saying? You operate off of fear. You're living in fear. You don't live in abundance, which is confidence. You're either going to have confidence or you're going to be not confident. And most non-confident people tend to display beta behavior. There's no in-between. Ain't no damn in-between. What's the in-between of confidence and not having confidence? Some confidence. No. (laughs) Either you have it or you don't. 
Okay. Yeah. When you are at work, do you have some confidence that you can save this person's life? Or do you have all the confidence that you can? Situational. Is it? Yeah. How so? What else is going on around you? I mean, me personally saving them? I mean, you never know. I got you. If I'm injecting someone, do I have the confidence that I can do it? Yes. Yes. You, are you ever like the confidence injecting someone? Yeah, when their knees are super big. Big, them <laughs> Tony Robbins knees and shit. What? Hmm. But what other beta behavior did I have? Yeah, treating a girl like she was my mom. Beta as fuck, yo. Hmm. Like everything, you have to. You have to you have to write every wrong that my mother ever that I felt in that moment that my mom did or couldn't do. Mm-hmm. You had to be mom. I got upset if you didn't do something. I got upset and all that other shit. You know what I'm saying? Like when you're fucked up mentally on like from an emotional standpoint, just from childhood, kind of like them school of life videos how they explain mm-hmm. like however your childhood. The events of your childhood. Yeah. The events of the childhood went will determine how you perceive your adulthood. If you had inconsistent um, care, then abandoning abandonment is a real trigger for you. And you don't know who to trust, none of that shit. And then if you didn't have anybody be like there for you, you really was on some shit where it's like, I'm I'm abandoned, you know? Right. Beta tales, man. Oh, hell yeah. Um, <laughs> checking to see if the girl that claimed that she was going to sleep is really asleep and you go on Messenger, Facebook Messenger, you see her online and shit. Oh, and you write her anyway. Hey, bitch, nigga, I told you I was going to sleep. As in, I don't want to talk to you anymore. You know what I'm saying? But, toxic obsession. Focus on one girl. How you feel about yourself. I have to get her to talk to me because if I get that, then I get the validation. Beta behavior. But, I mean, we all got to grow from it. Or... Always turn into your woman for a decision to be made because you're not confident. You know what I mean? That is beta male all motherfucking day. And um, just, uh, like I said, just lacking the confidence. Like, what is really the point? You tell me, what would be the purpose for you? As a woman, to be with a man who's always turning to you for leadership. Tell me. Because what? Because you can be your own man <laughs> by yourself. So, why would you get in a relationship with the boy that's turning to you? And we talked about this earlier. I just feel like you have to consider the other person's point of view, too. But if I'm always coming to you, like it's a go-to, yeah. Hey, no, like a mom, like a boy, a boy with a mom. You know what I'm saying? That's the premise. 
we saw at the concert. Right. You, you saw them niggas right. in their forties, right. dressed like crisscross, <laughs> at age thirteen, right. with their woman in tight ass dresses on them fat asses, big titties poking out, looking like a grown motherfucking woman as they should, but they're carrying around them little boys in their forties, maybe even fifties, yeah. dressed like. Uh, 3J from fucking Family Matters and shit. You know what I'm saying? With the <laughs> bag of jeans and, <laughs> and shit. Yeah. Straight out the 2000s, the 90s. But that's what you want. You see the confusion down the line. Like, why would you want to be? Why do you want to be with a man that you have to take care of? No. And I don't mean take care of like in um, in a beneficial way. I mean it in a codependent way. Right. Borrowing your fucking car. Oh, no. no. Why not? No. You don't have a car? You love him, though, right? What? He don't have a car. That right. nigga's in between jobs. Like, you got fired? Or like, you no, listen. COVID? Like, what you mean? He got, he got caught stealing boxes with Craig. What I'm saying is like, what would be the purpose? I just want to know the purpose. Tell me. I know you got friends, and they got horror stories to you. They don't. They don't necessarily feel like it's horror stories because it's their life. Right. But I mean, I think we've all seen it though, and I mean, there's obviously some benefit in there for what? the woman. Tell me. No, because dick. What? Dick would be. Oh, well, I mean. The benefit. And then, like we talked about before, a false sense of stability. Yeah. Depending Thug. on what job they have. Yeah, the, 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 the appearance of what, you know, the, career they, path. the stereotype, what they say, what a thug is, and all that shit. I mean, it's also the fact that even if the dick isn't good, some people still rather have a companion with bad dick than not to have a companion. That's a thing. But you can get other dick. <laughs> but you get caught up in this one that's in front of you. That's the thing. Niggas is hitting. I mean, like, hold <laughs> on. Wait, just, wait, wait a minute. No, no, no. No, Kels. On average, back home when you in Memphis, right? How often do you get hit on? Both at work and out of work. It's often. Okay. Dick thrown at you, right? Since you've had titties, you've been getting hit on by men. Right or wrong? This is true. So, what age did you start to sprout titties? When was titty sprouting? Mm, I don't know the exact age. Middle school, let's go with that. All right. Middle school. Did you not have some horny little boy or some horny older man try to talk to you, right? All right. Okay. So, this is the deal. What I want you to understand, what I want women to understand is... Is that women are used to the attention from men as far as like being hit on and all that stuff. Men don't get that type of some most boys don't really get that experience until they're much older. Okay. You know what I mean? Okay. So dealing with um like saying no to 
a woman can be very difficult when you have been in a scarcity mindset and you haven't had these type of experiences where women are constantly flocking towards you. Flocking. Yes. Flocking like boys. Yeah. Like birds. They flock towards you. Okay. Come towards you, whatever. That's what she said. You know, um, yeah. <laughs> what? Yeah. So, um, yeah. I don't even remember where the fuck I'm going with this thing. But uh, all I'll say is that, we yeah. We're talking about women who are with men, like why, the reasons why. Yes, that's it. Um, yeah, what you said. That's exactly what that is. So, to why, what, what you said the benefits. I mean, sometimes it's the benefits. And then it's also the, some people really will be with someone just so they're not alone. You know, we talked about how there's a billion people in the world, but that is a legit thing. Because it's an area of comfort for them. And it's easier to stay in this little broken bubble sometimes for some people than to go and step out to something that's unknown. Even though this bubble is going through a whole storm over here. Would you agree that growth and comfort don't coexist? Absolutely. Okay. So, being in a comfort place with somebody, what, where's the growth come with that? Yeah. Are you comfortable in a hamster wheel? Some people are. Yeah. I don't know any better. Right. Do the like same thing. Every fucking day. Go to work, come home, watch the TV, go to bed, get up, go to work, watch the TV. May go pick up alcohol or some fast food or whatever. But this hamster wheel, and you see the same thing. What about those people that like to travel? Those people that like to go, um, that save their money to go out of the country. See different things, learn different cultures, you know, such as life, man. It's about comfort. I mean, we've talked about this with our families before. Like, you have certain people that find comfort in chaos. Chaos is more comforting to them than peace. Same thing. A lot of times, niggas come with a lot of chaos. All I have to say to you about niggas is that you have to let them nig. Niggas are going to be niggas. So you have to let niggas nig. You have to let the haters hate and the niggas will nig. That is the first rule in niggadom 101. Uh, Is that you have to let the niggas nig. Yeah. Um... What else has been going on? Anything major? Oh, faking orgasms. I thought we were talk about the Grizzlies. Okay, sure. I'm not thinking about no sad ass Ja Rule the right who? now. The who? The what? I ain't know that. The who? The who? Hey. I'm talking about DJ Envy's wife, G- Gia. I've never heard it pronounced that way. It looks like Gia. Hold up. What? What we don't want is for women to bring up people's past. Because they move past the shit. The current... I don't understand that shit. What, the one they cheated on? Like, only bringing up the fuck shit, man. <laughs> now, look. Gia Casey and, and, and MV Casey, whatever the fuck 
Envy's first name is. They got a book out. And um, apparently, she was faking orgasms for 10 years. But why? They've been dating since they were 17. So you're talking about 17 to 27. But why? Only because he wasn't good. And she didn't feel the need to speak up? I just want to know why it's being brought up now. What was the first part of that? They wrote a book, right? I don't want to buy a book. So what was the book about? I don't know. Exactly. I don't know what's going on. These are your black people. What is the book supposed to be These about? These are all black peoples. Well, that was the whole purpose of this. That's probably like one paragraph out of the entire book. I mean, you have to have some sensationalism, some type of sensationalism to sell the book. You don't even know what the book is about. I'm just sitting here talking about the book. But you faked an orgasm before? <laughs> What's with all the sniggling and the giggling? <laughs> yes. And your parents gonna hear this shit too. So, yeah, tell your daddy. Yeah. When he hear that prince come on, he gonna think about his daughter faking his orgasm. Tell me, baby, do you? Um, but faking an orgasm, wow. Have I ever faked an orgasm? Nope. No, I don't think I've ever faked an orgasm. I faked a relationship, but I've never faked that orgasm. You faked the relationship. Oh, God, yes. For four years, I faked it. Yep, I was a supreme actor. I was. I should have got the Oscar. Yep. Damn a King Richard, King Rome. Ten years, though. That's a long time. Faking the orgasm. She probably was getting orgasm somewhere. Ah, there you go. Because um, that's... We talked about hypergamy, crossing up. So if you are not satisfying a woman sexually, I assure you that she is um, replacing it somehow. Yeah. Whether in thought or in the physical, the emotional, spiritual for the women that like to go to church. That's yeah, and they they they're married to their pastor. Yeah. Hallelujah this evening. You know? Um, but yeah, 10 years. Faking Oregon. Why did you fake it? Well, you know, when you caught up in the moment, I was ready to be done. Yeah. I thought I'm going to call when we're done, but in that moment, I was like, oh, okay, maybe this will help the situation along. Yeah? Did it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, got him? Mm-hmm. All right. Mm-hmm. So, what did he yell as he was coming? I can't wait for your parents to hear this shit, man. They're not. Yeah, I'm telling them. No. Shit. Um, but we had a conversation about it. Who? Not me and the person. What'd you say? You know I didn't really come, right? <laughs> I just want to know, did you say that? Because that was the truth. What do you mean we had a conversation? What you talk about then? I mean, it wasn't said like that. But it was more like, oh, so, yeah, that right? really wasn't fun for me. Wasn't? What you, how did, no, wait a minute. You were passive aggressive about it? Or passive about it? Yeah. You said, I ain't really, uh, didn't I? Yeah. I was I, nice about it. 
What? What, what did that do? It didn't want to hurt his feelings? No. But it helped. So, does it help to be nice? Yeah. How? How? I mean, I still express how. If so, I'm doing I wasn't a horrible... Like, I wasn't like, nigga, let me tell you, this shit sucked. If I'm... If I'm... Know what listen. Said to you like that. If I am doing a horrible job at what know. I'm doing... Mm-hmm. Does it make sense to be nice to me about it? Because I have a job to do. Yes, it's about delivery. If you do a horrible job at your job, you want somebody to walk up to you and be like, you are doing a horrible fucking hey. job. Or be like, hey, so I think you can do a little bit better because your job... Is that what you said to him? Hey, so like your deck is... Uh, it could have been like a little bit better. Is that what you said? Not, not exactly that. No, you didn't. But it wasn't aggressive. It was passive. It was kind. No. It was not. No, no. It was nice. It was passive is what you was. Okay, we'll go with that. You was being passive. You was being passive about the dick. Fair enough. All right. So, if you couldn't... if Okay, all right. Better example is put in your... Let's put it in your world. If the guy you were, if the guy's dick you were sucking felt like you weren't doing a great job, would you want him to tell you the truth or let you continue to suck that shit horribly? I would want to know, but I wouldn't want him to be like. Why? Why? What does that matter? Why? Why would that delivery matter? Because I'm, I'm big on delivery. I wouldn't just want right? to be like. That's but either, me. either you're doing a good job, either he likes <laughs> yeah, what you're so doing you or he doesn't. I mean. But you can still deliver your delivery. You just talked earlier. Well, about I did delivery. talk about delivery. Delivery yeah. matters. It does fucking matter. You can't come to me and be like, "Look, ho, you can't suck good dick." Hold I'm up. Some kind of way. But why would he call you a hoe? Is the number one <laughs> question. Why you go to that? What kind of shit? You've been in Memphis too damn long. You talking like one of them rappers out there, fucking gangster boy shit. I'm just saying, it's in delivery. Look, heifer. <laughs> All right, damn. You still chucking them peas, big face. Shit. I mean, you know, um, so what you say to him? Look, bitch, you don't, you don't fuck right. No, we just talked about this. It wasn't like that. You were saying I should have said it like that, though. I said you should have been assertive, direct, not the passive. That's all. So it's like, hey, listen, sir, you don't fuck well for me but um there are movies you can watch adult movies that you can watch and uh you can learn a stroke you can listen to changing faces and r kelly do you mind if i stroke you up i don't mind you know those things you can learn whatever but i digress Let's talk about how you felt when the black dude we was at the bar with was with his white girl, and and you said he was looking at you. He's like, no, no, he was across the other black guy, white black guy. No, it was one to the left of us. They laughed. Oh, he did. Yeah. yeah. And then I didn't care what race this girl was. He be out my face though. Be out your face. That was disrespectful. Was it? Yes. It's disrespectful to find somebody attractive. 
If it's attractive to keep looking Listen, at Listen, if you are in a relationship... Oh, wait a minute. When you're in a relationship, do you not see attractive people? Yes, but do you sit there and stare at them? That was rude. Is it rude to stare at an attractive person? That's why they're attractive. It was rude to his girl. Was it? It was rude to her ego. Because mm. if Dwayne Rock Johnson walked up in that fucking alehouse... You would have stared. She would have stared. Right? Is that disrespectful to her boyfriend? No. He's attractive. Right? Do you Do you find a nigga attractive? Okay. Look at that. Two second delay. Yes. Yeah. Uh-huh. I saw how your face look. We talked about Jason Momoa. So I ain't trying to hear that shit. Look at that. Dude, now you're doing a people's eyebrow. Right. Okay. So, um, in your mind, he was wrong because he was with his girl. But would it be wrong if she wasn't there and he was looking at you? Because it's the same shit. Right? Wrong is wrong then. If if what I'm saying is whatever act he did. Yes, yes. Because you have a whole girl. Because you have a whole girl. What happens when you have a half girl? Because I'm sitting, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm honestly, black people, explain to me what the fuck this whole shit is about. You got a whole husband at the house. Right. Oh, it just sound, or it sounds better. You got a whole wife. Okay. You got a whole child at the house and you out here looking at women inside an alehouse. But my thing is, was it wrong for him to look at you? At all. Not at all. The extent and what he looked Why? and the smile and the wink was a lot. Oh, he winked? Yes. Oh, you ain't sure he had cataracts? <laughs> oh, okay. So he... <laughs> no, uh, it was he like might, a, He wasn't the king of Scotland with the no, one eye for his Whitaker. It was a smile and a smirk and then hey. another smile. And I'm like, hey. Hey, man. Shoe fly. Shit, man. You better go on, you better go on and cop that. Came all the way from Memphis. You ain't been here but an hour, and you already pulling, pulling white white girls' boyfriends and shit at the bar. At the bar. Yeah. Welcome to Florida. Yeah, exactly. I mean, like what he saw. Yeah, just get out of my face. So, what are you gonna do the days when men stop complimenting you? I'm talking about no man compliments you. Yeah. I'm just saying he was sitting there with a whole girl. That's different. With a whole girl. And he looked at you, he winked. The wink is, uh, I can see, is disrespectful. Looking at you is not. I mean, the man across the bar was looking. He just didn't look as long. No one was with the black women. But that's still Well, you talking about uh, Iron Sheik? The white boy? No, that's not the Gordon Fisherman, man. The black couple that was across from us. The black lady and the black man, straight across. The nigga with the green beard? No, it's at the wrong place. Which place had the green beard? Oh, I'm thinking about damn main events. Shit. You didn't switch restaurants. Yeah, I did. Okay, so the nigga across. He was with a lady, an older lady. They were older. Oh, okay. Yeah, I think I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. It was no different than the black man that walked up to the bar today. What bar? You didn't notice him. When we went to eat. Oh, yeah. What'd he do? He looked too. 
Hey, but it was shorter. It was okay. Hey, you got it. What's up? You gotta take it. That's never fine. Yeah. That melanin. That melanin will do it. Yep. The neighbor might have been looking too. Shit, who knows? <laughs> That's what it is. But um, yeah. That was uh, that's just how it goes. So, so how do you turn men down without hurting, without feeling hurt, like you're hurting their feelings? How does that work? From being hit on since you were, since you sprouted titties as a little girl, like now, how do you do it? What, from your perspective, how do you deal with it? I mean, it's situational because sometimes you have to be a little bit more aggressive than other times. You don't All have right. to be. At the VA, I'm in there. I'm an old man. I'm like okay. 60-something years old. Hey, look, hey, God. Hey, look, God. Hey, you know, I can, you know, I'm going to take you out one of these days. I'm going to take you out. You know, I want to get my teeth fixed. I'm going to take you out. We're going to go to the movies. We're going to watch uh, The Lion King. That'll be that old, golly. All right. Not that old. Hey, look, listen. I'm going to take you in my Astro van. And we're going to go on a date. Now, usually I'm like, wait, are you 100% connected or like 50? Okay, because I need that check. <laughs> no. Yeah, I want that check. I mean, I always got an easy out. Oh, you're my patient. I'm sorry. Okay, I'm sorry. Why are you sorry? Oh, I'm not, not, not necessarily I'm sorry, but you're my patient. Uh-huh. That was, that was kind of you, but no thank you. Right. I mean, I don't have to be rude. Now I don't what, have to be aggressive. Have you been rude to turn somebody down before? Aggressive, not rude. What was the the aggression? Like, not high aggression. What What, what you cool. mean? Aggression is aggression. What you do? No, it's more like, leave me alone. Don't talk to me. Don't touch me. Like, that's not my level of aggression. Oh, okay. Cool. And so at the club, I mean, y'all, y'all starting to go back out. You and your um, your Memphis, te- Memphis, Tennessee crew. Don't ask you been to a club. Yeah, so... I'm just saying, okay, lo- okay, lounge, whatever. Club. You go to the lounge, guy, guy approaches you, right? Mm-hmm. You're not attracted to him. What do you say? I'm sorry, you're my patient. <laughs> no, I mean, you just say, okay, I'm not interested. Usually, at a lounge, you're not aggressive. Hey, shout, hey, look, shout, hey, look, hey, hey, you want to dance? Or something? Hey, I'm right. good. I'm over here with my girl. No, I don't care about them. I ain't thinking about them girls. I'm asking you. No. But I'm saying, I'm saying, no, you don't want to talk to me, dog. Mm-mm. Oh, my girl. Well, be with your dog right here. I'm sorry, no. And you go back to your conversation. Sometimes they stand there, it's okay. What? What you mean sometimes they stand there, it's okay? You go back to your conversation. What? The, that's disrespect. That's rude. <laughs> I'm trying to talk to you, and you're going to talk to your fucking female friends. You get multiple tries before you get to that point. Multiple tries? Of me saying, I'm going to go talk to my girls. All right. You, you tap them like you're no. doing me right now? <laughs> what the fuck is going on? <laughs> hey, I'm going to talk to somebody else, not you. Like, all right. What is the rudest shit you've ever done to a guy? Individual, so I don't think I have a rude shit But if if a person is talking to you and they're still standing there and you saying it's okay, that's not rude. Because <laughs> okay. we'll you supposed then. to talk if I'm standing there. No, not if you walked up on me. I don't have to talk to you, as you would say. I don't owe you anything. 
Fair enough. Fair enough. But you ain't gonna be talking to me that kind of way when I'm trying to talk to you. (laughs) That's all I'm saying. You get a couple tries. Right. And then we start talking. It happens often. Right. What's the the worst pickup line that you've heard from a guy? Like the ones from like like the Laffy Taffy like paper or you know like the you're running through my mind like the traditional ones you hear like on TV the fact that people even still use those sometimes it's funny sometimes it's not no Um, if you want to be with a winner you gotta (laughs) drop that chicken dinner (laughs) you gotta get rid of your friends though if you wanna ride in a finish though them Jerome lines yeah Yes, indeed. Yeah, what is your best pickup line? I don't use no damn pickup line. <laughs> That's the thing. Um, I, for a long time, my beta ass had a fear of rejection, so I didn't talk to you unless I knew I could get you. I mean, now I don't give a fuck about no damn um, rejection because rejection builds character. I don't really have, I don't have pickup lines. I just, so I would spark conversation with someone you know what I'm saying especially that's easy cause I am um you like to talk I'm a wordsmith oh okay you like to talk that too you gotta get me on the right topic though cause that's you, true you know cause I will shut the fuck up when I listen yeah I listen a lot that's my that is my number one um thing I like to do is listen I am always listening so to hear people, you learn so much about them by listening. You got two ears and one mouth. So you should be listening more than talking. So that's what I like to do. So to hear people talk, especially women, women give away a lot. People give away a lot. But in the sense of this conversation, it's like women give away a lot about themselves when they start talking. And if a man is listening, or a woman, whatever, you know, whatever you're into, um, you learn a lot about that person. And the thing is, is that when you listen and you show a person that you're listening, they admire the fact that you're listening by the information that you bring up. Or they'll be upset because you bring up some shit they said that contradicts what the fuck they actually said. It's some Rick James moments. Where it's like, yeah, I don't, you know, I never sat on, I never did, did anything on Eddie's couch. I got a little more sense than that. Yeah, I remember putting my feet on Eddie's couch. And it's like, well, that's what you said. Mm-hmm. You did say that. I'm not crazy. I heard you say this shit. And I read it back to you, you know. But pick, yeah, pickup lines. No, 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 no real, uh, no real pickup lines. Mm. I think starting a conversation is best, honestly. Yeah. But you have to have the confidence to do so. This is true. Like, I mean, I mean, you saw even at the bar, I mean, I could, I'm okay. Like, talking to uh, fucking Bryce Harper that was performing up there. Daryl. Daryl Ray. Shout out to Daryl Ray. Daryl put it in today. He did his thing. That's what she said. And um, oh, okay. he was uh, 
Okay. <laughs> it was, uh, nah, he, nah, his, um, his voice is uh, phenomenal. So, I mean, for people who listen to this, definitely check out Daryl Ray. Mm-hmm. D A R R E L L R A E on Apple Music, on YouTube, um, country artist. He did his thing. And uh, it was just phenomenal. It was great. It was great. I loved the covers he did. Um, the one joint, follow me, and everything is alright. Yeah, I love that song. I actually got on YouTube and Apple Music to see exactly what that song is. But I used to listen to it all the time in uh, Miss Langston's office at the um, oh attendance aid <laughs> inside the uh, Nansen River. But. I'll leave the floor open for you. You're a very inquisitive individual. You like to ask me questions, so what do you got? So what is the personality of your future wife in your mind? I had to have one for that matter. Future wife, uh, I tell you what, she's peaceful. She's peaceful, she compliments my life. She, she, um, she makes life easier for me. She, um... Huh? In what manner? What do you mean by that? She's not toxic. <laughs> you have to get loud on the toxic. Yeah. Part. She's not toxic. <laughs> you should have started with that one. Jeez. Right. Jeez she doesn't tear me down. Okay. All right. She, she, like I said, she compliments my life. She doesn't have to cook. She allows me to lead. Um, Why did you start with that one? Uh, you know, how it is. Uh, let me see. She takes pride in her appearance, not for me, but for herself. Um, what else? Uh, she she has her own hobbies. She's ambitious. She, um, like I said, she wants to compliment my life. Truthfully, she enters my world. She respects my frame and enters my frame. She's not threatened by the fact that she has to, that she will enter my frame. You know, she understands that she is protected. I say anybody. I feel like that. I mean, but that's far as like the future wife, yeah. But I mean, anybody that I got love for is protected on many levels. Without them whether they know about it or not. Like, there's just a level of protection. There's a sense of peace. Like, I won't, um, I don't give, I, I, I won't tear anybody down like I used to when I was a kid because I was in pain. I was in a place of pain, so I would just joke. Like, rip, I'm talking about from head to toe. I'll find, I mean, I still can do it. I just don't do it. But there's a level of protection that I, w- that I want my people that I value to understand that they have. And that I got them, you know what I'm saying? Um, but you just have to not be, you don't have to be vocal about it because people take advantage of nice guys. You know what I'm saying? So it, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's exactly how it goes. You just, you show with action, you don't show with words. Because when you start telling people shit, that's when they take you for granted. You have to show with action. That's the difference. Being kind. Versus being nice. Nice people like to always be verbal. You know, they're insecure about shit, so they like to verbalize 
I'll be there for you. I'll always be there for you. Like, you know what I'm saying? Shit like that versus just showing that you'll be there. Especially being there. Yeah. I can tell you a whole bunch of shit to sell you. I'm a car salesman, practically. Mm-hmm. But actions speak louder than Woods ever could. Okay. I feel like I may not even answer to this, which may be, I don't care about these people. But how do you feel about the whole Kanye, Kim situation with how he handled her dating someone else, even though he had been dating like a bunch of girls anyway, before they got divorced? Once mine, always mine. Kim ain't got no business out there doing that shit. Doing what he's doing. <laughs> okay. <laughs> nah. Because he's acting like the Kanye's beta. Typical. Beta. Yeah. It's beta. It's beta. Kanye was doing some straight up beta behavior. Because you got to understand this. You cannot negotiate genuine desire. Mm-hmm. So if a woman don't want you anymore, you're done. That's it. Just accept it. But he already moved on. Well, not moved on, but on. that nigga's a child. Right. We talked about our. We talked about. <laughs> we talked about our community. We are, our men are more immature than we give our credit for. We are not raised to be men. We are raised to be adult boys. Mm-hmm. A lot of us. And, and that's the, the part we have to understand is like, we, if we've never seen a masculine male role model, how the fuck are we going to know to be one? You know what I'm saying? So what we have to do is find mass, you know, the definite, you know, find out what masculinity actually even means to us. Because depending on who you ask will determine what masculinity means to another person. But I mean, you have to have that. There's a, there's a certain um, decorum that a man of high value, who is masculine, must hold. I can't stand this. Yeah. That's it. Pretty much. Like, well, I mean, roughly what he speaks on. I'm, I'm, like I said, I'm not a fan of tearing women down. I mean, some women need to be brought down off their high horse, but I'm not a fan of tearing women down. Like, God, uh, that's... To me, that tearing a woman down or tearing anybody down, like I said, that's was beta shit. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I mean, I could sit there, I could laugh at <laughs> some women that just are not gonna get it. Like your friend that you um, told me about. Um, I mean, she I don't give a fuck. She knows. You know what I'm saying? That's what it is. Whatever. What you say? Well, I'm not gonna put her name out there, but yeah. But her, you know what I'm saying? When she displayed that on the phone, like on Facetime and shit, and I was like. Oh, she's going to be 60 years old and bitter. She is. Based off that behavior right there. That is, that right there is the fucking problem. And it's sad because she's never, she's not going to see it. And. She might, you know. You going to bring it to her attention? I have in other facets. In other facets. Passively. Okay. Right? Yeah. Okay. Okay. That's what I'm saying. So, but. I mean, we have, like I said, we gotta see, we gotta see the issues within our community and the fact that we weren't taught a lot of shit that we probably should have been. Right. You know what I'm saying? Um, as far as like how to carry ourselves with class, hell, we looked at the music videos. You saw the way the motherfuckers carried themselves, suits, decked the fuck out, classy. You know what I'm saying? It used to be a state, a state of class. Tell me what the average music video looks like today. 
for that matter, go to a mall and see how young kids are carrying themselves. Do the 30s, do the, do the people in their 30s today feel like the, th- the people in the 30s when we were kids? No. Like they're still children. Right. You know what I'm saying? And um, we, are, uh, we are behind the curve. We've been um, children too long. Entitlement. Unfortunately, it's entitlement. We haven't crossed over. We haven't had a rite of passage. We need a rite of passage in order to show that we should be taken seriously. And we are a generation of kids who are still kids. Might have children and all that stuff, but I mean, think about, look at the people on social media today. Our age, the things they're doing. Yeah. Do they look like adults? I'm saying like it doesn't feel like it doesn't feel that way, and um, I, I yeah, social media has highlighted so many people's insecurities. They're exposing how immature people are, and the best thing anyone can do is get off of social media and start working on bettering themselves and putting the focus to themselves, and you'll see the change. When you get back on social media, maybe six months later, as to how you carry yourself, and then you see these other people that have been on social media living the way that they live. That is, um, it's eye-opening. I can tell you that. Um, yeah. Got time for one more. One more question. What do you got? Who do you think going to take it all the way? Oh, in the finals? Yeah, come on. Milwaukee Bucks. The, the Milwaukee Bucks. Because mm. they got that tall ass nigga that take two steps from half court to the cup. Giannis Alaco wishes into Wakalaka Pataco. Him. Yes, Memphis is high energy, high intensity. Ja Rule, Desmond Bain, Dylan Brooks. With his, yeah, and uh, yeah, his friend. Yes, his yeah. Friend. That's what I don't like how you say it. Like how the how the old ladies used to say <laughs> about um, like when when you was gay. Like, like oh, that, that's his friend. His friend. Yeah, that's his friend or her. That's her friend and shit like that. But uh, yeah, I see um, Memphis and Bucks in the finals. That's what I put on my bracket. Now, I didn't anticipate these fucking Warriors playing like the way they're playing. Y'all got your work cut out. Absolutely. It's going to be a tough route. Ain't nothing but Team Albie Shore, Team DeBarge out there handling business. Um, Stephen Curry. Uh, uh, what's the what's your boy name? Clay-Do. Uh, yeah. Clay. Thompson. Jordan Poole. Peel. Whatever the fuck. Yeah. Justin Poole. Whatever. Pool. The light. The other light nigga. But, yeah. Them together, they dropped 30 points each. That's two. That's three people. 90 points in between them. They're just getting started. Not to mention, oh, uh, Draymond, Enforcer. Uh, who else they have out there? 
there are few. Yeah, I think it's gonna be a good series. I don't think, you know, it's gonna be a rough road. <clears throat> but we can do it. I'm, you know, I gotta root for the hometown. Yeah. Definitely gotta go to a game with you. Hopefully, like two. Yeah, go see Ja Rule. Yeah, go see Ja Rule bang again. Dunk, posterize people. Mm-hmm. Iverson put to dunks. That is um, Ja Rule. But, uh, no, this episode of Random Shit, it's been fun. It's been enlightening, um, I would say. <laughs> but, Cows, I appreciate you being on um, another podcast with me. Always have fun with that. But um, anything you want to say to your fans? Your sci- your black black girl power, black star power, black scientist fans? No. All right. You treat you gonna treat your fans the way you treat the guy at the bar, talking to you and your girls, huh? Just. Be strong, my sisters. Be strong. Be? That's the problem. They're too damn strong. Oh, now we can't be strong. Yeah. Oh, I my. just said be masculine. Yeah. We ain't standing masculine females. So they know the difference. Oh, my gosh. I hope so. You would. Yeah. You're going to hope, hope, hope. Yeah. But I like fucking grass. Mm-hmm. It's not know how to turn the switch off. Career women that hang around a lot of men at the jobs. It's hard to turn the shit off because you're it's now become a part of your psyche. But that's not that's that's not for me to figure out. That's for them. But uh no. I said Kels in all seriousness, I appreciate you being on the show. It's um it's always great having the conversation with you. But from Romy Mac, Kells, this is random shit, and we out.